the IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey kids, it is me, your dude, IZ Robots, and we're back for another super exciting episode of the Stuck at Home Show. That's the one where, like, we're trying to take those sad moods, trying to turn them into glad moods by, I don't know, man, having all kinds of offbeat shenanigans, all kinds of hijinks, all kinds of stuff of that sort. I, I hope that you guys are all doing well. I hope life is treating you good. I hope that you're making sure to get out there and get some sun. Hope you're getting some exercise, doing your three-a-weeks, doing whatever it takes to stay emotionally and physically healthy during a trying time. Let's, uh, let's get right up into this. I got, I got a package here that I've been waiting to open for, um, for a minute now. I got it, like, I got it a while ago, but I've been waiting to hang out with you guys so that we can all open it together and we can all have a great time. This one's coming from Denver, Colorado. 802.09. It, uh, was 395 shipping. That feels, that feels a little high because this is light. I, 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 I don't know, but, uh, let's, let's get into it. Did you hear that there? The Arthur Fonzarelli brand switch. Blade is back in effect. This came in a padded envelope, which I'm not... I'm not super keen on, but, um, it's easy to, uh, easy to slice into. Let's, let's see what we got. It's padded, like I said, and then let's close the, uh, blade just to be on the safe side. And then on the interior, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fight my way through this. I didn't make the best incision in the side of the envelope. Inside of a small roll of green, uh, puffy paper, not even... Not even really good puffy paper, to be honest. It's all, it's all the little bubbles are kind of pop. Let's see if I can even get a pop out of any of these. Nope, nope, nope. There we go. Did you hear that? Little pop. But, uh, and inside of a baggie is a G.I. Joe that I had back in the youth. And now I have, once again, we're back, we're back together, reunited. And this is a guy that goes by the name of Alpine. Alpine is the G.I. Joe Mountain Trooper. He's he's pretty dope, dude. I did definitely have him back in the day, and it's actually kinda kinda surprising that it took me so long to get him back in the fold. He's he's not what I would call a pricey one, but he does have a lot of accessories. So it's hard to find him all together. I, I have his pickaxe. His, uh, what, what would he call this? Like a grappling hook gun. And then he also has like some sort of a machine pistol. I have all that stuff. I don't have his actual factual uh, grappling hook. But I, I've i seen on the online that you can get those for not all that much. Like three, four ninety nine. He's a bit loosey-goosey. I'm going to have to change to the O-ring. If you're one of my, if you're one of my homies who've been reaching out to me lately. And I've actually had like a couple a couple different uh, people. Let me throw this in the He-Man garbage can. I've had a couple people reach out. And they're like, yo, I see robots. Where do you get your O-rings? Where do you get good ones? I just get them on eBay, dude. I just Google G.I. Joe O-rings. And then I, I try to afford the one, avoid the ones that are coming from China because I had a bad experience with those. I bought a whole bag. And then I changed out like a hundred Joes. And then like over the course of a couple months, they all snapped. And I had to redo the whole thing. So so look for some good old American-made O-rings for your American-made G.I. Joes. They're not made in America at all, but we're just gonna... We're just gonna go with that. But, uh, this is a cool one, man. I definitely, definitely, definitely had him as a child. What drew him to me was his, uh... Was his grappling hook. It comes on an actual factual string. And I was always, like... I was always, like, hanging him off 
things, having him repel down things. It was it was a lot of fun. He is a good figure. I believe that he um he made it into one of the G.I. Joe live action movies. He was played by one of the uh Wayne brothers. Is it Marlon? Marlon Wayans, I think, played him. So it was it was cool for Alpine to get some screen time like that, because he's definitely like a cool looking figure. He has a baseball cap. He has some glasses on, dude wears glasses like your boy right here. He has a Really cool grappling gun, which is dope. And then also, a pickaxe. So if it got into, like, hand-to-hand -hand combat, he could just be, like, cracking skulls with this thing. He's a dope one. Let's, uh, uh let's get the handy-dandy G.I. Joe guide. And we're gonna look up Alpine. We're gonna find out what it says. I know, I know he came out in 85, so this should be a little bit easier to find than it was last time. He also came along with, uh, airtight... Barbecue, Bazooka, and Crankcase. Alpine is a mountain trooper. He comes with a Beretta SMG-12. Mountain pack, this is backpack, climbing axe, grappling launch line, and also grappling hooks. Albert M. Pine, his name is Alpine, <laughs> was born with a yearning to escape from his hometown. For every time Alpine scales a sheer cliff, overcoming granite and gravity with muscle and persistence, he is symbolically climbing out of the quagmire of his past. That's why we sent him first on vertical assault. He doesn't take to being knocked down all that easy. So dude, dude had a hard upbringing. We don't, we don't know what that was. We don't get into that here on the file card, but I, I hope it wasn't some kind of like child abuse or something like that. That'd be whack. But it's nice to see that, uh, it's nice to see he's turned that frown upside down and he's moved on in his life. Alpine was an infrequent member of the G.I. Joe team, the Marvel comic book. Yet, the Mountain Trooper made many appearances on the Sunbow cartoon, usually engaging in a tete-a-tete -tete with his stalwart chum, Bazooka. That's nice. It's always good to have a good friend. You know, this is this is a really well-detailed uh, action figure. His face is cool. His accessories are really great. I like that he has, he has a, a grappling gun and also a bullet gun. So it's cool, man. You got... You got your money's worth. I feel like that's probably what drew him to me as a kid. I just, I went for a dude that had as many accessories as he could. And, uh, I for sure remember hooking things and like having him go down these, uh, these hooks. Now let's, let's look. Alpine is going to go onto Team C because as I said, Team C gets the next few recruits and he's gonna, he's gonna get some good work on that squad, uh, for heckin' sure. I... I like him, dude. I'm very, very satisfied. I'm not that satisfied with the packaging, to be honest. I think that when you when you ship like a G.I. Joe that's by by all accounts like well past 30 years old, the least you can do is put it in a box. These guys these guys are fragile, but I won't complain too hard. Because he did make it to me in one piece. So say la vie, as they say. I uh will enjoy my time. With good old Albert Pine, a.k.a. Al Pine. Do you think when when he joined G.I. Joe and they're like, Well, Al, we got a nickname for you. We got a code name that you're going to love. Al Pine, just like your name. Do you think he's like, that's awesome. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for good looking out. You couldn't call me like Mountain Man or Mountain Goat or any, anything of that sort. It had to be my actual factual name. Albert Pine. I get it. I wonder, I wonder if he's the only Joe that goes by his uh, real actual factual name. You got Quinn, Quinn the Eskimo, maybe him, but are there any others? Any ones that you guys can think of? Duke, is his name Duke? It is, right? Isn't it like Duke Hauser? I don't know, Dookie Hauser? Is it a uh, Dookie Hauser? Let's let's check out this G.I. Joe commercial really quick. We've heard this one before. I think we heard it during the buzzer episode, but it's great, man. You can never, 
You can never hear a G.I. Joe commercial too many times. And we're going to move and find out to uh, what my guy Gino Vega had for lunch. Imagine this. Hey, we're behind enemy lines. What's that? It's the Cobra Bunker. Follow me. Who's got it? Drenox. Torch. Ripper and Buzzer. Let's tell the joke. The G.I. Joe checkpoint. Who's the commando? Snake Eyes. And there's Alpine. And Airtight. And the Joe Air G.I. Joe Air Defense, G.I. Joe Checkpoint, Cobra Bunker, and Joe and Dreadnoughts figures each sold separately from Hasbro. What did Gino Vega have for lunch? Yesterday, I see Robot. It's Mr. Sensational Gino Vega calling to check in about what I had for lunch yesterday. And uh, as I think I've mentioned before, I've been taking your horsepower initiative pretty seriously. So while I'm up here in the mountains, you know, I've been uh, doing a lot of working out, doing a lot of intense running. Um, aerobic exercises, and um, so I figured I needed to modify my diet to uh, go along with this new horsepower regime, uh, a regimen as it were. And I remember a while back uh, hearing that Triple uh, H, the professional wrestler Triple H, also uh, known as an avid bodybuilder, uh, had a uh, schedule, a timer of some sort, and when it would go off, he would have different portions of uh, nuts he was supposed to for uh protein or whatever uh, dietary needs he had at the moment related to his own horsepower initiative. So I decided to take a page out of his book. And so that, what I had for lunch yesterday, I had one serving of macadamia nuts. And I just pictured uh, Triple H as I was eating them. Then I proceeded to flex, flex as much as I could until I felt like I might be having an aneurysm. Then I put the rest of the macadamia nuts back in the pantry and went out to go take a 25-mile run, followed by a 30-mile swim. Talk to you soon. Bye. Big shout-out to our dude, Gino Vega. This uh, this kid, Gino, he just launched his own site. It's wrestling-related, Japanese wrestling stuff, news, reviews, opinions, all kinds of that stuff. I understand there's going to be some pods on the way. This is this is pretty exciting news. Our, our guy's been laying in the cut for a while up at the uh, up at the mountain retreat, so it's nice to see the guy back. Let's... Let's give out the address to that site so you can head there right now. It's purostuff.com. That's P-U-R-O stuff.com. When you're, when you're talking about Japanese wrestling, the way that they say it over there, they say purosu. And in our vernacular, it's, it gets cut down to just P-U-R-O, puro. It's, it's slang, man. Japanese wrestling type slang. It's good stuff over there, dude. Lots of, um, lots of interesting opinion pieces. He recommends stuff you should watch, and he tells you why you should watch it. It's nice if if you're trying to get into the scene, this is a good place to go. He breaks down what's interesting, what's not interesting for all the uh, all the peeps out there into the wrestling scene. Purostuff.com, P-U-R-O stuff. I really appreciate how Gino's sticking so hard to the uh, horsepower initiative. I understand that there is a, like a bit of blowback toward me, your dude, and the HPI. I recently did a um a Twitter poll where I asked people, what was your favorite segment on the show? And the one that was not anyone's favorite was the HPI, the Horsepower Initiative. It got, in fact, zero votes. The winner was Garage Comic Shop, which I I agree with. That's a fun segment. Coming in second was American Pizza Man, which is also, that's also a fun segment too. But I, I didn't like the lack of love for the HPI because to me, the HPI is a labor of love. I'm not out there trying to brag about working out or doing anything of that sort. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a scrub. I'm a scrub 
just like you. I'm not Rocky Balboa. I'm Pauly. I'm one of the dudes who's not in shape in any way, but I'm trying. I'm trying hard. I'm trying to break it down, and I want you to break it down, too. I don't I don't want you to think that this is some kind of a thing where I'm trying to lord over you, where I'm just like, look, I'm up here, you're down there. It's not like that at all. It's like, look, we're all equals. We're all starting on a journey. All you got to do is work hard. All you got to do is try hard, and I hope that when you hear that segment... You take it in the way that it was intended. I I got some great news. The the old wife had a doctor appointment, just like a, you know, standard run-of-the-mill checkup and stuff. And, and when she when she came out, she texted me and she was like, I lost nine pounds. I've lost nine pounds since I was last at the doctor. And that is all straight up because of the HPI. Cause she's out there flipping tires with me. She's out there flipping the bag. She's out there bench pressing rocks and doing all these weird things that we do. And it's working. It's absolutely working. She has dropped all these pounds. And that could also be you. That could also be me. We can do it. We can do it. We're all in it together. It's important. Don't don't think that I'm trying to tell you what to do. I'm trying to help you along, man. I'm not, I'm not pushing you. I'm not shoving you. I'm holding your hand, and I'm bringing you along with me because we can all do this together. The HPI is important. It's good. I want you all to appreciate it. I want you all to participate. Let's move forward into what is now known as the Battle for Oak Park. The Izzy Robots Stuck at Home Show presents the Battle for Oak Park. This is me, Icy Robots, and we are back for the Battle for Oak Park. This is some real honest-to-gosh Pokemon Go type stuff. I play Pokemon Go a lot. Like, a lot. Like, all the time. I'm stuck in the house. I'm bored. There's not a lot to do except, like, go walk around the neighborhood by myself or with the wife and battle Pokemons. Look for Pokemons. Do all kinds of stuff. If you guys, If you guys aren't into Pokemon Go... I would recommend it. This is the perfect time to get started. You can just take your phone, you go walk around, you catch Pokemon, you get to out and about in the neighborhood. It's all, it's all good, man. It's very wholesome, very nice fun. But this is, this is not some wholesome stuff we're going to talk about. This is bloody combat. My favorite Pokestop of all the Pokestops in the game is Oak Park. It's around the corner from my house. You guys know I go here all the time. I talk about it all the time. Just walking over there, walking back, walking over there, walking back. And recently they have taken the Oak Park Pokestop and turned it into the Oak Park Poke Gym. Poke Gyms are the ultimate battleground between man and Pokemon. This is where you go and you compete against other people's actual factual Pokemans. The The goal is to knock them all out and take control of it for your team. I myself am on Team Yellow. I am at constant war in my neighborhood with a Team Red. These these Team Red jokers are over at my preferred Poke gym all day fighting, taking it over, knocking me out. And I go back, I fight with them, I knock them out. This is like, this is like an over and over and over again thing. I, I got up this morning, walked the dog, went over to Oak Park, knocked out one of my nemesis, Bob Newhart. Knocked him out of the gym. By the time I got home, Bob Newhart had knocked me out of the gym. Now I'm going to go back over there after a while. I'm going to knock him back out. It's back and forth, back and forth. There's also... There's also a couple other jokers. There's a, there is a Shays and Uma Puma or whatever her name is. And they go in there and they back up Bob Newhart. So it's like them guys against me and the old wife who is also on Team Yellow. But check this out. One day, I believe it was this Wednesday, the wife was off work, right? And we went and we fought the Pokemon. We won. We came back home on our bikes. By the time we got back home, we could see... That our guy Bob Newhart was over there fighting the Poke Gym as we speak. So we got back on our bikes, 
and we rode over there. We rode, but we stayed kind of around in the cut and we surveilled him. He is another guy who was on a bike. The wife and I both have like cruiser style bikes, like one speed style bikes. He had like a fancy pantsy sort of like 10 speed bike. He had like bike gear and all that stuff. And he was playing, he was playing the game. But then we noticed our guy has two accounts because immediately Bob Newhart's Pokemon popped up in the gym. But then another one popped up right from the same guy. Homeboy's got two accounts. Now, I think that this is kind of the norm. Honestly, I only have the one account. I have the Icy Robots account and the wife has an account. And I think that in by and large, people might be having two because I see, I see this gal, Shay, she has two accounts because the, the icons are exactly the same. They have different, different names, but the characters are identical. I don't, I don't roll that way, man. I don't try to like skirt the rules. I kind of like, I, 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 I fight by the rules. I, I wonder, my guy Ferg, you only got one account, you got two accounts. How about um, Mighty Matt D, one or two? Lamar the Revenger, one or two? Let me know, I'm curious. I I see you guys as like one account people. My guy Sammy, I also see you, like a one account guy sort of person. These are all people that I'm friends with on Pokemon Go. All these guys I've just mentioned. If you get into it, hit me up. I will become friends with you. We can send gifts back and forth. We can do all kinds of stuff. It will be great. I implore you though, join Team Yellow. We are the best of all the teams, despite what you hear. Team Red, thumbs down. Team Blue, thumb down. Team Yellow, thumb up. That's how that's how it goes. I let's take let's take a look at the gym right now. And let's see what's going on over there right now as we speak. It's presently red. I'm gonna go over there as soon as I'm done recording. I'm gonna knock it back out again. I can get there on my bike in like two minutes. It's not even it's not even a big deal. Don't think that I'm like crazy walking like miles or something. It is so close to my house. Right now. Right now, our guy Bob Newhart is in there, and he has left a Chansey. A Chansey is a really good defensive Pokemon. It's like it's like a big pink blob, like an egg-shaped pink blob with uh, like tendrils coming out of its head. The best way to defeat one of these is with like with like a fighting type Pokemon. I got a Machamp. I got a pair of Machamps. They're a tag team, Brain and Brawn, and these guys are both like super tough. And I'll take them over there, and we'll beat the heck out of this Chansey. Like, lickety-split. So, Bob Newhart, get ready for that. You will not hold down Oak Park. The war will rage on. This is, this has gotten a heavy, heavy toll on my dudes. The other day, I was, like, going through, and I was gonna, I was gonna wake up some of my Pokemon. Pokemon don't die. They get knocked out, and they have to use, like, a crystal to revive them. And I was gonna go, like, use my crystals to uh, wake the guys up. And I saw, I saw our triage, and man... There was like screen after screen after screen of knocked out guys. It was horrible. The war is taking its toll, but it's a war that must be fought. What are Pokemon for if not for fighting? So until we get back from the front with another report, this is Icy Robot signing off with the Battle for Oak Park. Power Records presents... Power Records presents... Power Records presents... The Enterprise has been ordered to Mapaplu to consider final processing of the Mapapluan application. What are the Mapapluans like, Captain? From the records I've reviewed, they're supposed to be remarkably good-natured and friendly. Message from the surface, sir. Their representative is ready to beam up. There's someone in there. Can't make them out yet. Oh, there he is. Greetings, gentle beings. I got a ten-year-old cousin about that same. How do you do? Uh, I am Icy Robot of the Marpapluan World's Government. Oh, what do you think, Spock? I'd say the Marpapluans will be a good addition to the Federation. This way, then, Mr. Spock. 
Dr. McCoy, over there you see engineering. That is the helm, and back here is communications. And this here must be the captain's position. Correct again. <laughs> uh, if you press this one... <laughs> Fail to see the reason for such unwarranted hysteria on your part. Mr. Spock, are you accusing me of improper conduct at a serious time in... <laughs> I see what you mean, Spock. Perhaps something is wrong. Hello. We have been in. I mean to your house many times now. I really wish that you would just take the survey. It would be so much easier than looking at you through your computer screen. While answer emails and read about talking soda machines. Please come to the door at 2 a.m. We will give you the lifestyle survey. At that time, be there. I am getting very annoyed by all this. Welcome to the IC Robots Garage Comic Shop. You there? I have some more books you ordered. You better pay for them today or I will ban you from the shop. Again. Let's see what I got here. Oh, this one's exciting. Negan Lives number one i am just i'm dying to uh hey man you might turn that tv down just like a little bit it looks like a smudge the timing will be crucial nothing major but if you don't mind i i like star trek next gen too but i i want to uh concentrate on these this is exciting this is a revisit to the um walking dead universe i'm looking forward to that like like crazy because i gotta tell you man when the walking dead ended I was just like absolutely devastated. Just like absolutely devastated. I, I still haven't recovered, to be honest. And it's gonna be gonna be cool to see what Negan has been up to lately. But I I don't know, man. I can't uh I can't imagine digging into this because as far as I know, this is gonna be the end, the final Walking Dead thing of all the time and space. So I don't I don't know. And then what's this here? Number twenty-two and twenty-three of Superman. That's that's cool. More, uh, more Bendis Superman. I'm looking forward to that. Let's, let's head back here to the stacks. Hey, man, do you mind? I'm going to turn this light on. I need some more light back here to see what we can get into. Jeez, man, you've been stacking these, uh, you've been stacking these VHS tapes up here like crazy. Let's see what this is. Anoki Bombaye, December 31st, 2000. Is this the one? Or Hoist Gracie fought Akabono. I think it might be. That's a good tape. You should you should take care of that. Only you. I don't know about that. What is this? Royal Rumble 99 Foley versus Rock. I quit match. That's a very disturbing match. The Rock hits Foley in the head with the chair like 10 times. It's awful. And this is Cage Combat. No place to hide. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You guys... You guys really like your MMA around here, huh? And then what's this one? UWF. I wonder if that's the Herb Abrams UWF or if it's the, uh, the Japanese one. Let's move that out of the way. Here's a G.I. Joe DVD. Gosh. It's getting messy over here, my guy. You're going to have to clean this area out. Let's, let's dig in right here. Here's some G.I. Joe's. I'm into that. G.I. Joe Special Missions. I always thought those were really fun. I might take those back with me. I remember when G.I. Joe Special Missions number one first came out. That was that was really a big deal. Oh, here it is. First issue in a new series, G.I. Joe Special Missions. The missions we couldn't talk about. 
until now. I mean, I might take that one. I got one, and then I got two, and then five, six. I think I might take those. Those are pretty fun. I haven't been reading as many G.I. Joes as I'd want to lately. My guy Gino Vega, though, he's been, he's been reading G.I. Joes like crazy, telling me all about it. I couldn't believe the guy is such... Such a big fan of Major Blood. I mean, dude's texting me every single day on my phone, like, sending me memes of, uh, Major Blood, pictures of Major Blood, poems that he wrote in the, in the style of Major Blood. I appreciate that, though. It's nice, nice to see him excited about something. What else here? Here's some green arrows, Gotham Central, Gotham Girls. Here's some more green arrows. Green Arrow mini-series. I... I love the Green Arrow. I'm not even going to front Green Lantern and Green Arrow. More pages, more action. That's always that's always nice. That's back when a comic cost 35 cents. Here is Mike Grell's Green Arrow Longbow Hunters. That was that was good stuff. I met Mike Grell at a Comic-Con here in San Rosa. He was really nice. He uh he signed my Green Arrow comic for only $5, which is great. Really great. And he he was like Chatty enough without being like too chatty. Here's the Kevin Smith Green Arrow run. That was good stuff. Really, really good stuff, honestly. I I would consider getting that, but I, I reread it recently. Um what's back here? Infinite stuff. Invincible Iron Man. This is This is the one that Bendis wrote. This was pretty good stuff too, I gotta admit, and I I've only ever read through it once. In this Mary Jane. Spider-Man's Mary Jane becomes his assistant, um, and he introduces Ironheart, who is like a female version of, um, Iron Man. I, I really thought Ironheart was going to turn out to be a giant hero, but she didn't. I think that they, I think they should have called her the Iron Maiden, but I can see why they didn't. They wanted to stay away from, like, gender, gender titles, but I don't know. I, I guess, do as you feel. Here's some Jugheads. Here's Jughead the Hunger. That's where Jughead turns into a werewolf. I didn't like that as much as I'd liked some of the other Archie horror. I think that, like, by and large, Archie horror's been, like, a giant success. But I didn't... I didn't like that one very much. I did like Vampironica, though. And the Archie Undead is just amazing. I love Riverdale. Me and the family watch Riverdale every, uh, every episode. And I... I think it would be really great if at one point they just turned it into a zombie show. I just think that would be dynamite. Like, all of a sudden, Jughead becomes, like, zombie patient number one, and they go from there. I think that would be so much fun. Just a nice twist. A way to keep the show fresh. But I... I don't know if they'll ever do that. I would I would wait till they, they tell me you got one season left, bro. One season. And then we're out of here. And at that point, I would turn it into uh, Archie Undead. Let's, let's look around here. Here's a new bin. Full of toys. Can you guys hear me at all? All the way over here. Um, let's see what kind of toys are in here. Here is a Super Powers Robin. That's pretty fun. Some Tonka guys. Some wrestling stuff. Here's a Buff Bagwell. A Buff Bagwell action figure. You can't go wrong with Buff. Buff was definitely the stuff back in the day. I wonder what that guy's up to now. He's probably a gigolo. Probably working the gigolo circuit, doing his gigolo thing. But hey, man, you can't knock the hustle, right? Isn't that what they say? Isn't that it? I think so. Let's let's get out of here. I I got some things to do out there. I got to go back and get that gym. Between this time 
We're talking in the last time we talked. I went over there and I punched it out. Let's see if I still... If I still have control of Oak Park. As of right now, I do. I left one of my guys there, a shiny Luke's Ray. It's like a cat thing with, like, electrical powers. I left him there. It's a shiny, very powerful, very potent Pokemon, but I... I don't know how long I can hold this down. Honestly, man, it's just me. Usually I go with the wife. We each leave one there, and that that kind of makes it a little, uh, more difficult to knock us out, but we'll do our best. I hear something out there, outside the garage. I wonder I wonder if that's the guy who does the uh, the blower for the guy who does the uh, lawns here outside the comic shop. Could be. I've been hoping to talk to that guy. Let me, let me get up out of here. Hey, man. I got these, uh, G.I. Joe special missions. I got one, two, five, and six. What do you want for these? Those four. I'm going to say 45 bucks. What? Why are your prices always so high? I am the only comic store in your garage, jerky. Take it or grease it, Dabroni. I see your point, but I don't agree with it. How about with the comics that I got from my pull list? That takes it up to $65, at least. That is so much, I guess. You won't always be the only comic shop in town, just so you know. Somebody's gonna get you someday, and that'll be that. I highly doubt it. I am connected. Let's leave it that. Pay and get out. I want to watch Star Trek. This is the one where the Pakleds kidnap the Forge. I hope they kill him this time. You are listening to the Stuck at Home Show. Sun's out, guns out. I like going there. I do like it. I like that comic shop. I like uh, the books that are in there. I like getting my books. I like finding new stuff to read. I like bringing things home. But that guy, that guy's very nice. I've known so many comic book guys in my life who weren't, weren't very nice. But then I've also known a lot who uh, were super nice and cool. So I... I don't know what the whole point of that was. I guess I'm saying people run the gambit. All kinds of people are all different uh, ways and means. I I'm starting to get a little bit drowsy. You know that feeling that mid-afternoon drowse? I get up early and I do lots of things early in the morning because it gets warm here sometimes. So I just like to get these things that I got to do out of the way, like the garden stuff, that kind of thing. But I I do tend to run out of gas toward the later in the afternoon and becoming like a like a total farmer here in the house. I. I need to start having dinner around like 3.30, you know, because I've been up. I've been up so long that the appropriate amount of time has passed by that I'm on my third meal of the day. It's all good, man. It's all good. Early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Is that is that what they say? I was over at the school the other day, and this is, this was like an interesting turn of events. Not super interesting, but like a little bit. The uh, the tennis courts over there have been shut down. Like they've been locked up. They have uh, chains and bolts and all that stuff on, on the fences, right? And no one, no one is supposed to be in there. People do get in there. I, I've always wondered how they do. Like, do they go over the fence? It's a pretty high fence. It's pretty high. I could not go over this fence. No way, no how. You'd have to be, you'd have to be super squirrely like a parkour guy. And I wonder... If that's what people doing, because I see, I do see people in there at least like, at least like once a week, but they, they opened them up. Like the gates were open. There was a dude in there who was like doing some lawn work when I was walking by. He was like blowing out the, the dirt and stuff on, on the courts. And since then the gates have been open. Dude decided he wasn't going to, uh, he wasn't going to lock down the courts. So I don't know, maybe eventually they will, but at this point they have not. But I was walking by there the other day and I looked over and I saw my neighborhood nemesis was like laying on the ground on the tennis court, just like laying flat, like like totally spread eagle, like his arms and legs were out, 
He was just like in the sun. He had his shirt off. He was wearing these small cutoff shorts. They were so short that you could see the uh, bottom of his pocket out the bottom. He had no shoes. He was wearing sandals. The sandals were off on the side. And he was just laying there like a starfish, absorbing the sun in the morning. I don't fault him for doing so, but I, I just felt like... I knew it when I saw it. I'm just like, this dude is everywhere that I want to go because I was going to head over onto the uh, courts and like bounce a ball off a fence. I had my pink ball and my glove, the Dollar Tree ball. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to go on the court and I'm going to bounce it because that's uh, it got the tall brick wall set up. It's like made for people like bouncing things off. And I'm going to do that. And then I go over there and that dude was in the court. That was not a thrilling story in any way. I apologize for even telling it. Once I once I started to get into it a little bit, I was just like, this story is not even worth telling. This story is like a story of me being kind of, kind of a jerk, I guess, because Homeboy was there first. And what did I do? I went on, uh, I went on the uh, worldwide super hit Stuck at Home show, and I complained about him. What a jerk. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not a good person. Maybe I'm a bad person. Who knows? We're all probably both, like we talked about earlier, like that comic book store. That store uh, owner. So many shades of gray in the world, I guess. I think I'm going to get up out of here, but we'll be back in, the, in a little bit. We'll be back soon. It'll be great. I hope that, uh, hope everybody's doing great out there. Shout out to my man, Rick. Shout out to my man, Phil. Shout out to Mighty Matt D. Shout out to everybody out there who's been so supportive since the beginning. Shout out to my man, Tapes from the Crypt. Shout out, shout out to everybody. And until we meet again, this is me. I see robots saying, do the time, don't let the time do you. Time seems hard right now, but you gotta believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again, rains are back, stuff's, stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots radio production. The announcers on this program are employed by Georgia Championship Wrestling Incorporated.